praise God. Uh, in just a minute, we're going to start in the book of Genesis. I thought, why don't we start somewhere easy tonight? So uh, if you can find the book of Genesis, maybe you want to mark chapter 18. We'll take off from there in just a moment. Praise God. Uh, this is my wife, Kelly, by the way, on the front row, in case you haven't uh, met her or myself before. Praise the Lord. Also, to all of our uh, friends watching on the internet right now, we welcome you into the live service here at the Eagle's Nest. Hallelujah, with Apostle Gary Greenwald. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, we do have some products available on the product table, and these things will help your spiritual walk with the Lord. I, I don't want you to have to, on some subjects, how can we say reinvent the wheel? Because some of us have already discovered some things, and uh, it took us a while. There are some things it took me years to get into. So I just wrote it all out for you. So you could probably read a book in maybe two hours, and you can get real fast the knowledge base, the information. That took me a much longer time to uh, tap into. Uh, back on the table, there's a book called Standing on the Shoulders of Giants. It talks about mantles, mainly based on the, uh, the sermon of Elijah and Elisha. So if you want to receive a mantle... Maybe not only just a mantle, but even maybe like a double portion. Uh, raise your hand tonight if, if you'd like to receive something. My sister, come get this book. Yes, you. I want to bless you with this tonight. Standing on the shoulders of giants. God bless you. Maybe you step, step into a new mantle. How about that? Amen. God bless you. I always love reading about the miracle of the children of Israel who went 40 years in the wilderness. And it says their shoes didn't wear out. Isn't that amazing? But, you know, honestly, if you ask a lady, do you really want to wear the same pair of shoes for 40 years? <laughs> they would really tell you, no, that's not very cool. So we thank God for miracles and sustenance, but we also thank God for malls and for shopping and for Amazon and all of that good stuff. So I'm, just, I'm saying that because sometimes you feel you need something new, something different, a new mantle, a new anointing, a change of clothing. Can you say yes? Amen. Praise the yes. Lord up. You're going to get, sister with the blonde hair, you're going to get a mantle tonight from the Lord. Just get ready. Something's going to come on you tonight from heaven. Praise God. Um, here's a book called How to Operate in the Gifts of the Holy Spirit. And um, my brother, you, come get this right here. Yes, yeah. with the leather jacket. Amen. With your nice leather jacket. You must yeah. have a heart on that side. And so I just pray that this, the gift of prophecy come real, real strong upon your life from this night on. Okay? Amen. God bless you. His name is Bill Hammond. Whose name? Bill Hammond. Oh, okay. William Hammond. Wow. Like our spiritual father. Okay. Right. So, so the I, gift I of prophecy, prophecy is right on. Uh, that would certainly fit with a name like that, right? Okay. Yes. So uh, the gift of prophecy God. coming on you tonight. Amen. Uh, uh, well, you can just give people very, very accurate, smooth yes. words. They'll be so blessed. She prophecy lives. God's going to give that to you tonight. I really believe that out of all the nine gifts of the Spirit, prophecy is the one that you can get up and running most easily in your life. That's right. But there's some others uh, uh, that are a little more like, how does this work? They're explained in that book. It's available in the back after the service. Uh, here's one uh, called Manifesting the Blessings of God. Because there's a big difference between uh, uh, explaining something and manifesting something. Uh, with the world, with those that don't know Christ, they don't know, some, they, it's not so much they need an explanation, they just want to see it. 
They really want to see that the, that what you're talking about, there's proofs to it. Yeah. So they're kind of like, want to peer into your life. So I, I wrote this book so that those things God wants you to step into, you cannot just theorize or explain to people. You can just say, well, look, here it is. What do you think about it? You know, like praise that. God. Who would like to do some manifest, manifestations? Oh, Sister Sarah, God bless you tonight. Please come get this book. Amen. Sarah and her mother, Kim Nightberg, are here in the meeting. <coughs> Uh, I think you guys have heard me preaching for decades now, probably. God bless you, Sarah. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. It was a brilliant time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Manifesting the blessings of God. Um, faith that produces victory. My brother in the red shirt, come on down and get this teaching. So, faith is what gives you victory in life. You need to learn how to release and use your faith. God bless you tonight. May we do something great with your faith. Amen. Have great faith. Amen. Amen. God bless you tonight, my friend. Praise the Lord. You can use your faith like a like a like a tool to do the most amazing things. And I believe it's time to really step out and see God do some glorious miracles. How about that? Yes. I do believe God is bringing some some of the unusual back into the church. Um, I know that we want the new. The news coming, uh, but there's also coming the old. So what's going to happen is we're going we're to get the, the former rain and the latter rain. We're going to get it all at the same time. How about that? So you're going to see a lot of the old Pentecostal miracles. Some of those have become, really in the church, have become a little bit rare. You're going to see that sweeping back in. But you're also going to see a lot of the new glory coming down too, which is some things you've never seen before. Praise God. Amen. I have a, I have a book. Uh, I love collecting uh, old books. I have a book that was written probably in the 18, maybe at like 1830. Uh, this man had collected, he collected thousands of testimonies, the book's about this thick, thousands of testimonies that had happened in church history since the days of the apostles. Uh, because there's, there's some in the church that think no more miracles today. But this man was saying, I've got thousands and thousands of miracles. And uh, some of the miracles... Uh, they might stretch you, but many of the miracles that would even stretch you, if you, if you actually study church history, they've been done over and over and over again throughout generations. So we're, we're going to really step into some miracles. I know they had a, they just had a, a fire uh, in Paris. I think it really damaged one of the uh, beautiful uh, cathedrals. Uh, but you have to understand who founded the city of Paris. I've been there. It's a very beautiful city. But it was founded by a, a, a very godly man named St. Denis. Mm -hmm. If you've heard of him, raise your hand. Uh, a few people have heard of him. Uh, if you ever see pictures of him on the Internet or if you want to study his life, you'll always see him pictured with, as a statue, uh, as a man without a head, uh, holding his head in his hands. Mm -hmm. Uh, St. Dennis actually, as a saint, was martyred. They cut his head off, and his head fell on the ground. And he reached down and picked it back up. Yeah. And walked a certain distance with his head in his hand. And uh, uh, basically told the people, this is where I'm going to be buried. They dug a grave for him. He said, I want to be buried here. They dug a grave for him. And he just fell in with his head and all, and he's buried there today. That's the foundation of the city of Paris. Woo. And so... Um, but that has happened many, many times in church history. I could give you, I could give you at least ten right off the bat. Other people that the same thing have happened to. Uh, so uh, there's there's miracles sweeping back into the church, and so uh, just go with the Holy Spirit. God's really going to do some new things. He's going to bring some old glory in, but the new glory is also coming. It's just the whole thing's going to be a whole lot of fun, a lot of joy in the Lord. Praise God. 
All right, did you have time to find uh, the book of Genesis chapter 18? Let's go over there tonight. Heavenly Father, as we, as we go into your word, we ask that your Holy Spirit would come and stir us up to believe that you would do miracles, wonderful miracles that bring great glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father God, that as things in the world would even go into gross darkness, that the glory will come and the light will shine even greater in the darkness. So, Father, you have destined those that are here, those that are hearing this message, you have destined them to be a star that will shine in the end times with brilliant glory, reflecting all the amazing things that you're doing. So, Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm very excited about what God is doing. Uh, we are in Genesis chapter 18. Uh, tonight, I want to call this message, Go Deeper. Okay? Why don't you just turn to the person on your left and say, are you ready to go deeper tonight? Turn around and tell the person on your right. I think I will. I think I'll just, I think I will. Amen. So tonight, I uh, just want you to, I want you to get ready to do, uh, plunge into the deep end of the pool. I think you've had a lot of training. Uh, in the shallow waters. Uh, I remember uh, years back, the first time uh, I went way out on the uh, Gulf of Mexico, and there's a place where the water turns a different color of blue. It goes from light blue to deep, deep, dark blue. Yes. It's because you just went off, you just uh, have gone down off the uh, continental shelf. And now you're in deep water that's anywhere from two to five miles deep. So God wants you to get out into the deeper glory. There's a lot more for him to explore yes. and to learn. Can you yes. say, I'm ready? I'm ready. We have uh, Genesis 18, verse 1. Then the Lord appeared to him by the terebinth trees of memory as he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day. This, of course, would be Abraham. Uh, it's not that he's sitting there because he's lazy. It's just that that was the culture. It's too hot. You get up real early and you work all throughout the morning, but around 12, it's just getting too hot. It's sometimes 130 degrees. So just hang out in your tent until it starts to cool off. If you have any more work to do in the day, do it around 4 o'clock and onward. So he's sitting there hanging out. Uh, so he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the ground. So we have here also what many theologians would call a theophany. I believe we have Jesus appearing in the form of a human. Uh, he's also got two angels with him uh, taking human physical form also. Maybe you just want to touch the person next to you tonight. Just make sure that uh, there's no wings sticking out of their back. Because many people have entertained angels unaware, and I've had it happen to me. And it just seems like a few minutes later, I'm like, what? Wait a minute, but it's, it's the moment's over. So one of these times, I'm actually going to grab one of these people. I was at an airport one time, and me and Kelly and my daughter, we were running late, trying to catch an international flight uh, connection. Uh, and this was in New York, and we we're trying to catch this flight. And we, 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 everything was going too quick. We couldn't figure it out. Too many people and a little bit of chaos going on. And this lady with red hair pops up, starts answering all kinds of questions, telling us exactly what to do. And she's standing by like a... Uh, a special desk, was it, Kelly? A door. She's standing by a door. And so, uh, you know, we got everything figured out and uh, came back later on the return flight. There was no door. There was no, like, desk area where she was, no information center, no lady that worked there like that or anything <laughs> like that. I believe God can do angel uh, visitations. And so that will certainly be uh, speeding up as we are going quickly into the end of time. Verse 16. 
Then the men rose from there and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham went with them to send them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? He goes on to speak of the great destiny that he has planned for Abraham, and he's got a great plan for your life, things that you need to accomplish before you ever leave planet Earth. But in verse 17, And the Lord said, Shall I hide from, uh, put your name there, Shall I hide from Susie, from Joe, from John, from Mary? Shall I hide from you what I'm about to do? I want to talk about going deeper with God, moving into a place with Abraham, or even in the book of James, it says that Abraham was a friend of God. I think we all love that phrase, friend of God. There's many uh, promises in the Bible. We claim them, but actually they're not really spiritually manifested in our lives. Because you have to really press into those things and step into it before it becomes more of a reality and experience where it's not maybe not just a song or like a cool statement, but you're having, you're having real heavy friendship going on with God. So God likes, to, God likes to share all kinds of things. I remember one time I was, I was waiting before the Lord and the Lord, the Lord uh, he told me something. Now, this was like seven years ago. And the Lord said the most unusual thing, as if God doesn't know this stuff. The Lord spoke to me. I heard his voice speak to me, and he said, the Americans will be the first to put a man on Mars. Mm -hmm. Well, Pastor Stephen, God, he don't even know what's going on on Mars. No, God made Mars. Yeah, he don't know anything about aviation and aerospace. No, God created all the laws that govern all of that. And now, we're getting really close. Within just a couple of years, they're going to be sending some people up there. Well, I thought that was kind of an unusual statement. I said, um, I said, no, I said, Lord. I said, like, can you can you give me a scripture for that? <laughs> I mean, people flying to Mars, I mean, can you give me a scripture for that? He said, open your Bible. He said, I'll give you a scripture right now. I took my Bible and just, uh, you, you can only do this under the anointing, okay? Don't, don't do this in the flesh. You might get something really, uh, you know, out of context. I just took my Bible, set it down, the pages failed. And a verse lifted up off the page. Would you like to see what it was? Let me show you what, what God gave me. He showed me Isaiah. Why don't you turn to the book of Isaiah? Chapter 60. Well, I, I, know, I, I know Isaiah 60. There's certainly nothing there about Mars. Isaiah chapter 60. I just threw my Bible down. And this verse leapt up off the page. I couldn't see anything else on the pages except for this verse, verse 8. And God said, who are these who fly? Say fly. Fly. Woo, like a cloud and like doves to their roost. And you just watch. They're going to put a base on Mars. They're going to have a roost. They're going to have a, a Mars base. You heard it here first, hallelujah. <laughs> Not from Elon Musk, hallelujah, from God, hallelujah. Before he even thought about it, praise God. The Lord already knew it was going to happen. I remember years back, before man ever got to the moon, the leading prophet in America at that time, William Bradham, stood up and said, that's total silliness. Nobody's ever going to go to the moon. That within a couple of years, they're walking on the moon. <laughs> Woo, glory to God, yes. hallelujah. I'm just telling you that when you're a friend of God, God will tell you all kinds of things that he's up to Amen. before it even ever happens. That was, a, that was a nice thing that God told me about Mars, not that I had really, you know, I'm not, it's not like I'm trying to apply to be, you know, the group of six that actually goes. But then he turned right around and said something that's more, 
maybe more, more like relevant to me. He said, because we're, we're about to go into the new year, the Lord said, bring in the new year. And when he said that, it was a word of a supernatural word of wisdom. And he was basically saying, you now have my permission to go out and buy your wife any wedding ring that she wants. She was wearing her uh, grandmother's wedding ring. And I had never really had that extra to go out and just, you know, get her something really fancy. But with the Lord's word, I took her to the store and totally drained my personal savings account. <laughs> but she picked the one out that matched my account and it drained it. I think I had to give it like $25 seven and a half. That's all right. It's a beautiful ring she picked. She always goes for the pick. She'll just always pick the best. That's She'll just gravitate by the spirit towards whatever that is. And would you believe I drained the account acting on that word that God gave me and within two weeks, it's like money just rushed back in to that personal account and it filled it right back up to the place where it was before I'd ever spent the money. And I, I thought, Lord, it's like you paid for the ring. And the Lord said, well, I did. I did. <laughs> and so if, if you get a word of wisdom, it's gold. You can step out on it. By the way, out of all nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, they're all beautiful and they're all wonderful. Which one's listed first? The word of what? The word of wisdom, not a book of wisdom, not an encyclopedia of wisdom, but the word of wisdom. Why is it put first? Because it's actually the greatest gift. They're all beautiful. But that word is the one, if you just get one word from God, and it re really comes from God, not your imagination or something like that. But when it really comes from God and you step out on it, it will always work 100% every single time and you'll always be blessed. Praise God. I was... I was standing before a mirror one time shaving. Back in Moravian Falls, North Carolina. All relaxed, standing in front of the mirror, shaving. And the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Take off your Timex watch. I'm going to give you a Rolex. Some of you didn't even know Jesus knew about Rolex, did you? You, 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 you think you don't know nothing about that? Uh, now, when it's theology, Jesus knows about that. But he don't know anything else in the earth. No, he knows everything. He knows everything about everything. I said, well, Lord, that, that's a good deal. Like taking off that rubber, you know, the strap was about wore off. I took it off and set it down. And two weeks later in a meeting, somebody gave me a beautiful Rolex. And you say, praise God. Praise Just came up and gave it to me. Said, God told me to give it to you. I like that. You know, after that meeting was over, I went to the, to the conference host. And um, uh, I felt I should tell him about that. And I, I just, I, I shared that with him. And I told him what had happened. I said, wow, I was shaving two weeks ago. God told me to take off my... He said, really? I said, yeah. He said, that's interesting. He said, sometime, sometime back, I was shaving, standing in my house in front of the mirror shaving. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, take off that Seiko. I'm going to give you a Rolex. He thought, oh, Lord, hallelujah, starts taking it off. And he said, oh, look at this. He said, somebody, and he showed me the beautiful gold Rolex that somebody had given him. Hallelujah. See, when you seek the face of God, God will open his, his hands to you. Mm -hmm. God really wants to bless you, praise the Lord. He just wants you to really pursue Him and be a friend. Hallelujah. He wants to have close relationship. And when you do that, He'll start talking with you and sharing with you all kinds of things. That's why I get up early in the morning. The Holy Spirit revealed to me that 333, 3.33 uh, in the morning is the hour of divine secrets. Mm. 
Jeremiah 33, 3. Yes. Call unto me yeah. and what? I'll show you what? Great and mighty things. Stuff you don't even know about. Yes. But inquiring minds really do like to know. Good. Amen. Praise the Lord. I mean, he'll, he'll start talking to you about all kinds of things if you're brave enough to sit there and be real with him. Mm -hmm. Remember Isaiah chapter 48, verse 17? It says, uh, I am the Lord God, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Who is that, by the way? That's Jesus, right? That's your Savior. And he says, I am, the, I am the Lord your God who teaches you the prophet. Mm -hmm. Did you ever need a special teacher to teach you to be poor? <laughs> Does Apostle Gary need the whole classes on Thursday night? And say, we're having special classes. Everybody who would like to be poor and bankrupt, please come. I want to teach you. <laughs> Do you need any teaching to go downhill? No, but the Holy Spirit will teach you how to profit. Mm -hmm. And he will also lead you in the way that you should go. Wow. Wow, you get into those early morning teaching classes with the Holy Spirit. He will start reversing all of your losses and begin to make them all victories. Amen. And if you really open your heart, he'll even teach you why certain areas where there was loss, why it happened. Mm. Why it happened. I was sitting at a, a table that I, I used to have on a, uh, I used to have an internet teaching studio. Uh, I've now changed that to a different location, but I had a little table set up. And I remember I was sitting there one day just studying, getting some notes ready. Uh, and uh, I, I was on day eight of a fast with no food. And uh, I didn't expect this to happen because when the, when the Holy Spirit moves, it just, it is what it is. And what you see is what you see in the Spirit. But I was sitting there and... I had been looking over uh, the book of 2 Samuel, reading through it. I read chapter 11. I read about David and Bathsheba. Who's heard about David and Bathsheba? If, I mean, the whole world, even sinners, know about David and Bathsheba. <laughs> there was one minister one time that said he was on the beach. And uh, he was walking on the beach and saw an airplane flying by, pulling a long banner of like 40 feet that, with, you know, five foot tall, uh, uh, tall lettering that said David and Bathsheba. He said, dear Lord, it's been 3,000 years and people are still talking about it all over the world. Uh, so every, everybody knows about that. There was actually a play in town, I think, an, act, an acting play about David and Bathsheba or something like that. But, but the thing is, is if you read... Uh, Chapter 11, verse 1, it tells you that when kings go off to war, uh, uh, David stayed there. Mm. And so what happens if you ever have a, a defeat or something that takes a wrong turn in your life, the Holy Spirit, he'll show you where you missed it. Mm -hmm. And I had an angel fly to me. Uh, not all angels have wings, but this one did. In a vision, I saw an angel fly to me, and he came to me, and he began to talk to me about the life of David. And he said, what happened with David was his failure in verse 1. Wrong place, wrong time. Mm -hmm. See, when kings go off to war, and his army had gone off to Ammon to engage in battle, and David stayed back in Jerusalem. Wow. Mm. That was his mistake. That's wrong right. place, wrong time. But why? Why is he there? The angel told me, loss of vision, mm. loss of passion, lack of passion for the assignment that God had mm. for his life. Wow. That's why he's hanging out in Jerusalem instead of being over here in war, doing what God is calling to do, functioning to that anointing. That's why he got in trouble. And if you ever get in trouble, the Holy Spirit, he'll show you, not with any condemnation, but he'll show you usually one place, one time. Mm. 
That's good. Ooh. That's good. You somehow got off of your assignment. Mm. That's right. And that's when men and women get in trouble. So you need to stay busy until Jesus comes back. Can Amen. you say yes? yes. Woo! Glory to God. <laughs> David got back on this assignment. It took him a little while to get it all figured out. He had some bumps and bruises, but the moment he got back on his assignment, he got back over to that city where the warfare was wrapping up, and they put the golden crown on his head. He's back. The anointing is back, and he's back in, in, in that calling and gifting. Praise God. But see, when you get up early to seek the Lord, and you go through the, the basically the teaching and the training, that's what's going on in those classes. The Holy Spirit, He will teach you. He will teach you the ways of God. Mm. And He'll show you how to profit. And He'll get you on that path that you're supposed to go. That's the path that God has for your life. And He'll fast track you. He'll fast track you. And He'll help you not make wrong turns. Because you can make a wrong turn. And it might take you three years to get back onto that super highway of blessing that God has for your life. Mm. And some people can get spun out of their orbit so badly, I, I, I don't know, they, they, maybe they never even make it back into that place of blessing. Wow. See, long as Abraham uh, is functioning in that blessing, which he is, long as, as Lot is staying close to Abraham, mm -hmm. that blessing that's on Abraham is touching the life of his that's right. nephew. That's good. That's You're right. talking about having a rich uncle. Ooh, Abraham was the rich uncle that you wanted to have uh, friendship and relationship with. Why? He's in a covenant with God. The blessing is all over that man. Mm, mm, mm. He had the largest camel dealership in the Middle East. I mean, if you wanted to buy a Mercedes camel or a Cadillac camel, that's where you went to. Wow. I mean, it's, as they say, location, location, location. He had it. He was right on that major highway that all the traders had to pass by on. And he had something extra that the others didn't have. He had water. Mm. He had water, so he has a location, he has water, and all of a sudden he begins to just explode with cattle and all this livestock and goats and sheep, and then he begins to get into precious commodities with gold and silver, and he really did become the cattle baron mm -hmm. of that area. I don't know if he had cowboy boots, but I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. He was blessed. As long as Lot stayed close to the blessing, he was okay. But what happened when Lot went over to the plains of Sodom? He begins to distance himself from the blessing. Now look, we know he needed to spread out some, but you don't need to go that far away. He went too far away, and he got so far away that he lost it all. He lost his wife, he lost his prosperity, and he ends up living in a cave. Wow. Lost everything. Why? Disconnected from the blessing. Disconnected from the blessing. Don't you ever disconnect from the blessing. Amen. Don't you ever disconnect from the man of God that yeah. God puts in your life. That's right. I got one good. That's right. Right, right over here that's somewhere. Right. Somebody <laughs> that understands. Say it's all right. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stay close to the Lord. Stay close to the man or woman of God that God puts in your life. Hallelujah. Stay close to that blessing. Watch out for the devil. He's a real trickster. I, I have to compliment him. He is an extremely good thief. I mean, yeah, he's the best thief I've ever seen in my life. Jesus said he's the thief that comes to do what? Still kill and destroy. He is so good at being a thief. Listen to how good he is. He stole the whole planet from Adam. He stole the whole planet. <laughs> That's how good he is. He's a real trickster. 
So watch out for him because every morning you wake up, I know your mind's on the Lord, but you also have to be realized uh, not everybody out there is under divine influence. Right. So you want to walk in the blessing. Stay close to God. Yes, good. good. Thank Amen. you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Lord, we give you praise today. Yes. John chapter 14. This now is a heavyweight scripture. This is golden glory scripture right here. Get ready. Praise God. God's got some things for you. God's got some new things for you. I see your sorrows coming to an end. Amen. I see your frustrations being wrapped up and concluded. Yes. I see joy coming into your life. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A new anointing, a fresh breakthrough. Hallelujah. Yes. All your struggles, all your difficulties, a wrap on that, going into your new season. Walking with the Lord and you're experiencing what I would call consecutive victory. Consecutive victory. You get on that Joshua anointing. It's just like everywhere you show up, you're winning. You're winning. You're winning. You're winning. Mm. See, good coaches don't just think, well, we have to have some losses. No, good coaches, after they've lost, let's take like the NFL, for instance, they will sit down on Monday, say, pull out all the films. We're going to find out why we got beat yesterday. That's right. they, don't, they don't just say, well, you know, accidents happen. This is just something that we have to accept and live with. We have to accept defeat. No, they're like, no, 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 no. The others may, but we don't have to. We're going to find out. Why they beat us, because guess what? We will face them again, and it's going to be different the next time around. That's right. Mm -hmm. And it's not luck, and it's not coincidence, and it's not chance that certain teams are always at the top every year, over and over and over again. They are doing something right. And you learn to walk in biblical principles, and you start getting airborne. You start going up. Jesus. I see struggles for so many of you ending. Ending. Do you struggle to get in your car after the meeting tonight? Why is there no struggle? Because you have what? You have what? You have the key or the key fob today, right? You push the button and you're in. Do you have to do a 40-day fast after the service tonight to get into your car? Pastor Stephen, that was a great service. Uh, Pastor Gary, I'll, I'll see you a little while later. I'm starting to fast. Why? I, I, I can't get into my car. I'm fasting. I'm fasting. It's going to be a water fast. I'm really going to push it this time. I'm fasting. Why are you wearing yourself out? Not that there's not a place for prayer and fasting. I, I, I love teaching on that and there's a spiritual discipline. But you, you can't take tools and put them on a wrong application. Fasting and prayer is mainly a platform for spiritual empowerment. It's not meant to unlock your car. Unless you're out in the middle of nowhere and you really lost your keys and you need to get in your car quick and you need a miracle. Okay, we need to pray. Okay, but that, that's not how you normally operate. Is that true? Yes. God's giving keys of the kingdom tonight. Yes. So you're going to get airborne. Mm -hmm. Keys of the kingdom. Hallelujah. I see so many strugglings ending. Praise God. Mm. See, Jesus told the Pharisees, those religious hypocrites, he said, you've taken the key of knowledge away from the people. Mm -hmm. And those that are coming in, you, you, you're like stealing from them because you're not giving them knowledge. You're not giving them revealed knowledge of the truth of the word. And you know what you're doing on purpose. You're taking that key away. But see, when you have the key, when you have the keys of the kingdom, you go forward and there's no struggle. It's easy. Just get in your car, lock the car, and you drive off. We didn't have to have a three-hour prayer meeting. 
Not that I uh, don't like three-hour prayer meetings. I like, I like all of that. But right application for the right thing. Can you say yes? yes? Hallelujah. If something's not working, you have to say, Lord, why is this not working? It should not be, it shouldn't be this complicated. Mm -hmm. Lord, where am I missing it? And in those teaching classes with the Holy Spirit, He is the Lord, your God, who will teach. Say, teach. Teach, teach, teach. He will teach you to profit. And that's not just financially related, although it absolutely applies to that. But he'll teach you how to be successful and how to start winning. Mm. And if sin is beating you in some area and you think, God, how can I overcome this thing? I'm telling you the Holy Spirit, he knows how to make chains fall off. I mean, he's the one that sends the anointing. What does the anointing do? Well, it removes burdens and destroys yokes. So he's got a key. Well, the psychologist told me there's no, there's no way to get out of it. No, 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 no. The psychologist doesn't know the key. The Holy Spirit knows the key. Come on. Amen. Well, no, all you need is one scripture and you're free. Amen. Amen. So all you need is one word from the Lord and you've got the key. You walk out. You walk, and guess what? Now that you've got the key, you can help others get free. Amen. That's good. That's good. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Jesus, take me deeper. Take me deeper. Say, Lord, teach me. Lord, teach me. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, John chapter 14. Let's drop, drop down to verse 21. This is one of those chapters, uh, really, 14, 15, 16, they're just, uh, there's so much goodies here. But this one's really got a lot of basics, verse 21. He who has my commandments. Okay, so first of all, you have to know them. You have to know the commandments. Because your faith will only work with knowledge that you have. It, your faith corresponds to your knowledge base. You can't step out on something if you don't know it will hold you up. But if you somehow know and you've tested it and you found out, yes, that a, support, a supporting structure is made out of concrete, it'll definitely hold you up. It'll hold the whole house up. Okay, good. We can stand on that. But if there are certain things you don't know, you can't go there. Your faith won't work beyond your knowledge of the Word of God. So the more of the knowledge of the Word you have, the greater of the working material that you have, the further you can go with God. And the higher you can fly. Can you say yes? Yes. Okay, so you need to know the Word of God really well. He who has my commandments. Okay, number two, here's the big one. And does what? Keeps them. I'll be honest, yes, it's a challenge sometimes. See, it's not just being a hearer of the Word, but it's actually being a doer of the Word. Where the things that we know to do, we actually do them. Amen. See, uh, be careful with wisdom. I love wisdom. The Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing, but you still are going to need more than just wisdom. I've seen brilliant people fail. Mm -hmm. What happened to Solomon, the wisest man on the planet? What happened to Solomon with all his wisdom? He still fell away from God. What was he lacking? Faithfulness. Ah, mm. uh, uh. Here's what's wild about Solomon. Even when he dove into folly, he said, I still retain my wisdom. Mm. But wisdom to do what? Not to do what he knew what was right, but he could still advise others. He could tell others what to do that was right, but he wouldn't do it himself. Wow. Mm. Woo! Yeah. Mm. Mm. So you want to walk in the wisdom of God. I'm just saying you're going to need more than that. This is a package deal. You're going to have to do what God says to do. And if you go out of the boundaries of God's word, you will hurt yourself. Mm. And the enemy will take advantage because now he's got a legal shot. To hit you. Why? You're reaching beyond what God said to reach for. Mm. Mm. 
stay. Everything you need is in the blessing of God. Everything you need is within the boundaries of the word. Anything that the devil tries to get you to do beyond that is a crooked deal. And he's only setting you up to rob and steal from you. You will not gain. You will lose. Well, Pastor Stephen, that temptation is so strong. It's so strong. It's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. And if you bite that, what they called, you know, uh, Mr. Tolkien, uh, who wrote C.S. Lewis, the, um, he called it the Turkish delight. The, the, the little uh, treat they make in the Middle East. It looks so delicious. But in, in, the, in the novel of the Narnia, it represented sin. You bite it, it looks so good. But the moment you bit it, you bit into something that brought spiritual decay. In the natural, maybe it's tooth decay. I don't know. As long as you brush your teeth, you'll be fine. But the consequences of sin are a whole lot worse. A dentist can fix your teeth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So say, I'm staying within the boundaries of God's Word. I'm staying within the boundaries of God's Word. Okay. So we have the commandments, and we're going to do it. We're going to do them. We're going to do them. Praise God. Just say, yes, Lord, I'm going to obey. I'm going to obey. It is He, the person that does those things, those two things. Mm -hmm. It is He who loves me. And He who loves me will be loved by my Father. Now watch this. And I will love Him and manifest myself to Him. I will manifest myself to Him. This word manifest in the Greek, Greek scholars will tell you if they're spirit-filled. The others won't. They think it's... You can't actually mean what it says. But let me tell you what it actually means in the Greek. It, this word manifest is so strong. It is nothing less than a manifestation or appearance or an encounter that you can actually feel with your senses. Mm. It's nothing less than that. It is that real. If you will do this, the Lord will give you special tokens of his love. See, he said, I will love you. That's not just normal love. That Those are special love tokens that validate that your life is pleasing to me and you and me got something special going on. Like we have a friendship. And so he says, I will love them and I will manifest myself to them. Mm. Wow. There are some translations that actually say, I will show myself mm. to, to them. I will, another translation says, I will reveal myself to him. Another translation says, I will make myself real to him. Mm -mm. Unique expressions of God's love. When these things happen, there is a tremendous release of faith when you have these encounters. And they come to those who want to walk close to the Holy Spirit. I used to, years back, when I was in my 30s, I used to drink those energy drinks. Maybe they were new on the scene then, but they were coming out. Red Bull, uh, yeah. Monster Energy. Uh, uh, the only thing different today is the cans went from this size to this size. <laughs> All right. All right. So now, now, now instead of like eight ounces, you know, now they're 36 ounces. And so, um, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot more prevalent on the market today. So I, I used to drink those. The Holy Spirit said I need to really back off those because, you know, they're not good for me. So I said, okay. But if, if you drink those in the natural, if, you, if you're ever drunk, um, you'll notice that some of them, they'll give you a buzz. You, you feel like, you may even start, your hand might even start shaking. Like too much, too, just loads and loads of caffeine. And you're surging that stuff into your body. 
and it's, it's not really good for you, but I'm trying to use a natural example. You can actually feel like a buzz. You can sit down, but you're like, you feel like you're wired. You just, you know, drink four Red Bulls and you're, you know, you're awake. But you, it's actually now it's, it's kind of like a distraction because you feel, you feel the word is jittery. You feel jittery. Okay. Let me see if I can, if I can put this in human words so we can understand it. When you get up early and you spend time with the Lord and you just wait in the Lord's presence, talk to Him, worship Him, let Him teach you, let Him uh, instruct you on that path, and you just have a wonderful time with the Lord, there's, there is a presence of God that begins to come on you that's more real than drinking eight Red Bulls at one time. And you have no jitters. But you're like, what is this on me? And it, look, you can, you can jump into this tomorrow morning. This is not something you've got to like, you know, like develop for eight months and then maybe you'll get a little something. This is something you stop drawing near to God. James chapter 4, draw near to God, he'll start drawing near to you. He gets so near to you, this gets really, really interesting. If you ever get the fragrance of aftershave, mm. men's aftershave, uh, you, you guys will know what I'm talking about. If you shave real close, uh, I'm not talking about like a men's cologne, but I'm talking about aftershave, it steams, steams a little bit. If you ever start smelling in the spirit aftershave, it means God's wanting to get real, real close. Okay? Mm. Sometimes in the meeting, people start getting that. Ladies start getting aftershave. They're like, why am I smelling aftershave? It means you and the Lord, okay? Or bumping up real, real close. So close. Like with aftershave, you can even feel that little, that vibration, that steam. God can get real close to your life. Mm. But you get up early in the morning with the Lord and that presence starts to come on you. And you can just sense it. I, it's, it's, it's not like a buzz. There's nothing unpleasant, but you, you're just like, God's with me. Mm -hmm. The Lord's with me. And, and He is. Remember, in Acts Chapter, chapter 10, verse 38, it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So God was with him. God was with him. There is a knowing of when God is with you. Wow. Knowing that God is with you makes all the difference. And you walk into that situation knowing, not hoping, but knowing God is with you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. He will manifest himself to you. Mm -hmm. Say, Lord, do it in my life. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Know his word, keep his commandments, and it starts flowing. There's a lot of different ways it can start flowing. Manifestations of God in your life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What's one of the greatest ones? Seeing the Lord. Oh, Pastor Stephen, you lost me. Now hang with, hang with me. Hang with me. I used to think like that. I used to think that such things maybe were only for just wild experiences that maybe a few special ones ever had. They had seen the Lord in a vision. But then one time the Lord appeared to me. And I saw him just as clearly as I see any one of you. And I can tell you exactly what the complexion of his skin looks like. I can tell you the skin tone, the skin color of his hands and of his face. I can tell you what color his eyes are. I can tell you what color his hair is. Hallelujah. He's a very normal looking man. He's not this GQ guy that maybe movies have made him out to be. He looks Jewish. He looks Middle Eastern. 
And, uh, but he's, he's a very normal looking person. Remember, he could just slip away in the crowds. He didn't stand out. He was not this real tall, you know, handsome guy. No, he was a very normal looking guy. Oh, hallelujah. But who would, who would even hope to say, Lord, Lord, maybe you could even reveal yourself to me. Not something where you say, God, I've got to have it. But no, but just, and how about this? How about just an openness to it? How about just an open? If you would just open your heart to it, because you can't demand God. But how about just an openness to it? Mm -hmm. Lord, I just would believe that you did that for Stephen Brooks, and he's done it multiple times. I believe that, Lord, that I could just somehow see you. Yes. How about that? And some of you have. Yes. Some of you have. I believe what the apostolic anointing, like the apostle Paul said, he said, have I not seen the Lord? Sometimes God does deeper stamps of impression because of the greater persecution that's involved that's in certain right. callings. Mm -hmm. So he'll lock you in so tight, sometimes he'll call, come and stand right before you face to face and talk to you. Mm. You'll never die, no matter what you're going through. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord, I'm open to receiving that. Lord, I'm open to receiving that. Okay. Okay. How about this one? How about angel visitations? Are you seeing angels? Glory to God. Now, I used to think that would be the, the highest, the possibility of seeing an angel. But it says in the Bible in Acts chapter 10 that, that Cornelius actually saw an angel and had conversation with an angel. How about that? You can even go further. I've been able to talk to them. And if you ever talk to them, you may, you don't have to, but you may want to ask them their name. Did you know that it's not just... Gabriel and Michael, who were named, but all the others also have names. Mm. Well, Pastor Stephen, you're being silly. But they all have names. Can you say yes? yes. yes. Manifestations. I will love him and manifest myself to him. I believe there's going to be manifestations tonight. Sometimes the manifestations come by fragrance. Sometimes the manifestations can come by the reign of the Holy Spirit. Mm. I was ministering one time in, in northern India. When we flew into the meeting, we flew right alongside of the, uh, the Himalayan mountains. And so when we got, we got there, it was a very unusual airport. It's a real rugged airport. They were still flying uh, the big fighters uh, back from the, uh, the late Soviet area. Uh, era. And these, these planes were so loud, I thought they were going to blow the windows out of the airport because uh, uh, they were taking off with full afterburners and stuff like that. So it was a very... Uh, a very interesting place. So we go through this meeting, and we're, we're very high, very high altitude. Uh, the altitudes are so high that it's so cold so much of the time that the people are almost always hungry for food because you're burning calories just trying to stay warm. And they would eat uh, chunks of pork fat just trying to get as much fat or, or calories into the system so you're not shivering all the time. So the meetings were cold, to say the least. But it was in one of these meetings when we were worshiping the Lord, when the Holy Spirit suddenly fell on everybody in the meeting. And we all were inside of a room, really a lot like this. And while we were in the room, we all got rained on with rain inside of a building. The rain was falling through the roof. It was a spiritual rain falling on people. And it came down in the color of gold. It was golden rain falling on people. And I believe that that could even begin to happen tonight. When the golden rain of the Spirit of God will begin to touch you. And bring joy and laughter into your spirit. 
Say yes, Lord. Hallelujah. The same Holy Spirit over there, same Holy Spirit right here. It's the same Amen. Praise the Lord. Manifestations of the glory. Have you ever been held by God? One time I was going through a situation where I had I had made a blunder, and I told the Lord I'd made a mistake. And as I I sat there on the couch thinking about it, the more I thought about my mistake, the more the devil just began to condemn me. He said, "Yeah, you did make a mistake. You really blew it. And you know you you really I mean he, he's really good at that. He can just really pile it on." And I just I I, I kind of started to go into that a uh, little bit of a nosedive of condemnation, and suddenly, suddenly two. Giant arms came and grabbed me and helped me. And the Holy Spirit grabbed me. You know, he's not a dove. Some people call him the Holy Paraclete. One guy said, He's the Holy Parakeet. I said, No, he's not a bird. He's a person. And the Holy Spirit came and he held me. And just all that condemnation uh, just vanished. Uh, I just suddenly knew that Jesus had forgiven me. Everything was all right. But he didn't let go. He just helped me. He just helped me. I was just like, this, this, this is what, this, this is just stuff that's so real. This is God manifesting himself to you in very, very real, tangible ways that are so real, your senses can pick up on it. Can you say yes? Yes. Are you willing to spend time with God? Yes. I was at the house one day praying, and my wife and daughter, they had gone somewhere, and I knew that I had three hours before they got back. So I, I just said, Lord, I'll spend the whole time with you. And I took my Bible and just hung out with the Lord and started praying. Uh, but there was, it was like a good Bible study, kind of like so-so good prayer time, but no anointing, no kind of like, you know, great revelations, just, just putting your time in type thing. And so the three hours were almost up, and sure enough, I, I looked at the window. I heard a car coming up the hill. There's my wife driving up the hill. And I knew that from where she's at, by the time she gets up there, she'll have to turn around, then, uh, you know, come, come uh, up the driveway and so forth. So I knew I got about, oh, like just a little over two minutes. And I said, Lord, I've been here the whole time. I certainly enjoyed my time with you. Um, uh, so, but I said, Lord, I'm almost out of time. And suddenly... The Spirit of God fell in my room. And I went from being a place of like dry, you know, you know, just really trying to study to get any kind of revelation. So feel, I felt like I was suddenly standing underneath a waterfall. Like a Niagara waterfall. And it was pouring the glory and the revelation was pouring so fast into me that I, I said, God, I, I can't even write as fast as you're pouring it into me. And I, and I said, Lord, I said, by the way, I've been here two hours and 57 minutes. Mm -hmm. I said, you're going to talk to me the whole time. Why did you wait till the last two minutes to do this? <laughs> and he said, I have so loved your company mm. the entire time that you've been here that I purposely kept you here as long as I could. Mm. See, some of you had the 20 minutes. You had revelation. You ran out of 20 minutes. Mm. said, I haven't over 20 minutes. That, that, that's good. But see, he wants more. Mm. What does he want? He wants friendship. Mm. He wants friendship. That's really what he's after. And when you get that, you get the miracles, you get the signs, you get the wonders, you get, you get the glory, you get all of that. But he really does want a relationship where he can talk with you, get things through to you. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Yes, Hallelujah. I've had the Lord because I endeavor to walk close with Him. By grace, I've had the Lord have allowed messages from the other realm of glory, from heaven. I've had messages sent from saints to me on the earth because the Lord has approved the message to come through. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, there's just only one church, right? The church on the earth and the church in heaven. It's not like we have two different churches. It's just one church, right? It's not like church A, church B. We're just one church. You have no idea who's tracking your progress in the spirit. There are saints in heaven that have an interest in your life. And they're standing, they're standing in heaven sometimes, looking over the balcony of heaven, watching you. Now, they're not really interested in your favorite food. They're not really interested in what your favorite movie is. But they're very, very interested in the call that God has for your life. And are you going to make it to the finish line? Are you proceeding and progressing along that path? And they're greatly concerned if you're wasting your time. When you should be doing kingdom activity. And they really pray and they really talk. And the angels strategize with them. What can we do? We've got to move them along. Oh, they got stuck. Oh, they just took an exit. They made a wrong turn. We've got to get them back on the, on the prophetic fast track. What can we do? And so they have a great interest in your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some of you, I'm not just talking about grandparents or, you know, uncles or aunts, maybe who've already gone on. I'm talking about saints and those who have a great interest in your life. Hallelujah. Would you like some help from the other side? Yes. You have, you have to understand, I minister a lot in America, but I minister, I minister a whole lot overseas. There are some nations where the church is highly developed in some areas, and then you go over to another place, and the mountain, in this area, the church has a great strength in this area, but maybe not so much developed in that one area. Then you go over to another continent or another country, oh, they're strong, the church is strong in this, but maybe on that, they don't, they don't even know about it, or maybe know about it a little, but yet they have their own grace in this area. But there are some areas, when it comes to walking with the Lord, that there's some other countries where some saints have pushed it, where they've set the bar real high. Woo! Hallelujah. Abraham style. Where, I mean, I'm talking friend with God. Friend with God. I was just uh, uh, overseas and I was talking with a very, very anointed prophet. And he and I were talking about the Lord's top five. Mm. Some of you haven't, you, you've never known that God has a ranking system. I'm not talking about legalism or law or anything like that, but God has a ranking system. Did you know that God knows who the top five men and women on the planet are that walk closest to Him? Mm. Oh, Pastor Stephen, it's just all jumbled together. God doesn't really, no, 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 no. If on the earth we can rank the top ten tennis players, trust me, God has a ranking system. Mm. Every sport, there's ranking. Every single sport, every single occupation, you have those that stand at the top of every respected career calling. But there's also a race going on in the spirit realm who can be closest to the Lord. Mm. And it's not, not competitive in a carnal way, but there is, there is a sense where men and women of God push each other and challenge each other. I need, I need to let you know something. If you want to go along with the Lord, you want to experience the glory, you want to flow in the supernatural. If you want 
If you want the smile of God, you're going to attract the frowns of men. Okay, let me say that again. If you want the smile of God, I just need to let you know, you're going to attract also the frowns of men. And they may not understand, and you, you also have to understand, they may never get it until they go to the end of the Lord. I'm talking about even people in the church who criticize really what's holy and sacred. And that's why when Apostle Gary earlier was talking about the Pharisees and basically the statement that Jesus made that heavy, I mean, like throwing a grenade out, what you guys all think is awesome, God is an abomination in the eyes of God. This is how, this is how far off this thing has gone. Mmm, hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, I was just uh, overseas talking with a, a very godly man. And he said, oh, he said, Brother Stephen, he said, when you, when you talk and you share some of the stories about these Catholic saints who had tremendous walks with God, he said, I got so convicted by the Holy Spirit. He said, I used to study the lives of the great saints. And there was one that just so inspired me. I was reading about this individual and had books on this individual. And then some of my minister friends found out what I was doing, and they said, hey, what's going on with you? You know, you're, you're supposed to be a spiritual minister. Are you, like, going Catholic on us? Or, and they just began to mock him and make fun of him. And he said, he said, Brother Stephen, I took all those books and put them away. And I put them on the shelf. But when you began to speak, he said, saints from heaven began to come into the meeting. I can see them in the spirit realm. Great saints began to come into the meeting. And he said, I'm getting those books back off the shelf. Hallelujah. Why? Real encounters with the Lord. Woo, thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. The glory. The glory is coming. And when the Spirit of God touches a person, He's touching your spirit. But you have to understand when He's touching your spirit, your flesh can do unusual things. That's why the Quakers... Anybody ever have had Quaker oatmeal? That's why they were called the Quakers. Because of the great revival that took place in America when the Spirit of God fell on them, they began to quake. And so all the people that didn't understand it, that, that were not in that move of the Spirit, they looked at it, and well, they're just, they're just quaking. Let's just call them Quakers. And then you had another group the Spirit fell on, and when the Spirit fell on them, they would start shaking. Well, let's call them the Shakers. So you have the Quakers and the Shakers. And you have those that look and frown and with, with, you know, with dignity look down on you and, and think you've lost your mind. And they have no idea. That's God. That's God. Mm -hmm. And the more of the Word you have in you, the more it stabilizes you concerning what's of God and what's not. Amen. Because you can look at somebody in the flesh. And you can look at somebody, they're shaking, and you're like, ah, it's just a bunch of emotionalism. Well, I, I know from personal experiences with the Lord. One time the Lord sent five angels to my bedroom. Mm -hmm. and, and I was touched just gently with the tip of the finger of those angels. And I shook under the power of the Spirit for over two hours, violently, shaking violently. And I couldn't stop it. I felt like I had gotten hooked up to like a 220 amp, amp many times over. And I could not stop shaking. Now, you can only imagine if that had been recorded. Look at him. Look at him shaking like that's just emotionalism. He's just a fanatic. He's lost his mind. 
But God was cleansing me. God was touching me. God was filling me. God was empowering me. God was showing me my things. It was awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But somebody just came back. What college did he go to? What seminary did he go to? We want to see some credentials. That's hilarious. Brother Stephen, what's one of your greatest impressions of the Lord as you have seen him in person? What's one of the greatest things? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it is to me. Some say, oh, when I saw Jesus, oh, the love, the love of God. And it is good, you, you'll get the love factor. But I, I've, I've always got the wallet with something else, and it just is heavy. It's heavy. You can't, you can't mistake it. When you see him, you know one thing. You are talking to the complete sovereign head of the church. And it's not the Pope. God bless the Pope. It's not a denominational leader. God bless them. They're all doing good jobs. They're all trying to serve the Lord and be good shepherds to those sheep that would be underneath their leadership. But when you stand before Jesus, you're talking to the one that's over everybody, including you and me. And we all hit the carpet before him. Woo! He is the complete sovereign head of the church. And when he says, this is blessed, this is of me, there's nothing anybody can do to rock it or, or to, to lift it. When God's in it, it's of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So you have to be willing to yield. I talked to a man one time. Uh, I was speaking in the conference. He was going to go before me. And the conference host told me, he said, I'll get ready because when he goes, he's going to open up the prophetic realm. And then you, he said, I want you to come in right after him when he's done because he'll, he'll open it up. I said, well, good. That makes it easy for me. And I've never seen this guy minister. So uh, we're, this, this is over in, I think, Taiwan or somewhere like that. So this guy goes out there and uh, began to do, if, if, if you could describe it in the natural, what looked in a lot of ways, he was making himself look like a fool. Uh, he wasn't trying to do it. It was just his style of ministry that was kind of silly. And uh, it, uh, he'd never been to seminary. Uh, it never would fit. Didn't know any Hebrew. Didn't know any Greek. But he got out there and just started talking. He starts getting drunk in the spirit. But I'm standing there watching thinking, this is just hilarious. Because in the spirit, you see God moving. It's wonderful. But I could see in the spirit. And as he starts ministering in this, what you would call goofiness. But as he starts to do all this, I saw a portal begin to spin and begin to open up and begin to get wider and wider and the glory begin to come down and then after a little bit everybody starts sensing it and then he does his job he's done and then I'm up and you're talking about skating on smooth ice oh. <laughs> why? why? because of him so later I talked to him I said how did you come into that anointing? because I said you have a, you have a unique anointing yeah. he, said, he said brother Stephen I had an appearance from the Lord he said, uh, he said, I was a professional basketball player. He's real tall, very athletic. Uh, so you wouldn't expect a guy like this to go in this direction. But he said, I encountered with the Lord, and the Lord told me, if you want me to flow through you, and you want my spirit to, to move through you, you need to be willing to lose all of your dignity. And what people think about you. <laughs> if you want the smile of God, you're going to get the frowns of men. Reminds me of one, one preacher. Godly men. Really, to those that he speaks to, he's like a Moses to those that he has his assignment to. He is a deliverer. And God has called him to teach uh, 
at times on finances. That's not all he teaches on, but that is he has a special grace in that area. And he's really helping pull people out, out of poverty and out of uh, wrong mindsets. But he said, oh, he said, sometimes the things people say about me. Mm -hmm. He said, he said, I heard some things one time that were said about me. He said, it hurt so much, I cried. Mm -hmm. I cried. And he said, I cried and cried as I drove to the bank and made another big deposit. <laughs> <laughs> See, why? Because God's still smiling. Mm. Is that, that's, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So the anointing's still flowing. That anointing's still flowing. Mm. Okay, there's going to be another big wave of glory coming. Another big wave of glory coming. Bigger than the charismatic revival that swept in millions Amen. of people into the spirit-filled experience all around the world. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So it's coming. Amen. Wouldn't surprise me at all if it kind of pops out again in Southern California. Amen. In many ways where it was launched from. But a lot of laughter, a lot of joy, and a lot of things that you may have to just stand there and look just for a moment. And thank Lord that you not judge, but give me wisdom. Just pray in the spirit. But see, you'll see fruit of life's changed. Mm -hmm. Life's changed. And you'll see some silly stuff. You'll see some fake stuff too. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. Because there's the genuine. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Anybody ever seen a counterfeit $3 bill? Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you ever seen a counterfeit $3 bill? No, why? Because there's not a genuine $3 bill. That's good. That's right. Mm. Amen. Ooh, the glory. The glory is coming. Many of you, get ready. Get ready. I'm, I'm about to release an anointing for, for visitation. You're going to find out how real this is. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh, this is wonderful, Pastor Stephen. Within four months, I'm expecting a touch. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm talking like four hours. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Why don't you just go ahead and stand up? Stand up and stretch out a little bit. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Lord, we just preach. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I believe a, a new anointing is going to come on you tonight. But let's do this. Stay standing just for a moment. We're going to receive an offering for my ministry, Apostle Gary. He's given me permission to receive an offering from my ministry. Let's do it now. Because what will happen in just a little bit, we'll get flowing. And then, you know, when you're flowing and the Holy Spirit moving, it's kind of hard to put the brakes on. So before we start having ministry and the Holy Spirit starts moving and starts touching people all over this room. Right now, let's get ready to receive an offering uh, and honor the Lord. Okay, having said that, you can sit back down just for a moment. Can I give you a scripture? Just one scripture that will help you. God wants to help you with your finances. Let's put this one up on the overhead. And take a break before you fill out your little, your little card. Just look at this verse for a moment. Tell me if you've ever seen this before. Because I know in this house you're well taught. But tell me if you've ever seen this before. Psalm 118, verse 24. Just hold your, hold your offering on the just for a moment. Look at Psalm 118, verse 24. Ever heard that song in a song before? Yes. Uh, songs are what? They're songs, right? You sing them, right? How many have heard this before? This is the day, this 
is the day that the Lord, and there's another version, I think Don Moen has like another version. This is the day that the Lord has made. Have you heard that one? That's like a more modern version. Let's go back to the 90s. So, uh, this, this is the day, right this is the day. Have you heard that one? Everybody's heard that one, right? We all go sing in verse 24. Now put verse 25 on there. Psalm 118, verse 25. Tell me if you've sung this one. This one's coming up. Tell me if you've sung verse 25. Say, now I beseech thee, O Lord, send now prosperity. <laughs> ever, ever sung that in the four church? No. If you sung that in the four church, raise your hand. Now, see, the Lord, you sing verse 24, right? They never knew, and you probably never knew you were singing a prosperity song. <laughs> Did you know that? You never knew you were singing a prosperity song to God. <laughs> See, they let you sing verse 24. I guarantee you, if we would have sang verse 25 in our church, if I'd have started singing that, they'd have thrown me out. Say, he's a heretic, start the fire right now. Time up. Yeah. Ooh, sin prosperity. Oh, get him out of here now. Get him out of here. <laughs> this is the day of sin now prosperity. <laughs> What does Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 say? Now faith is, mm. right, the evidence of things hoped for, the, the substance, and you have evidence, you have substance, but see, your faith always has to be in the now. Now faith. You can't live on yesterday's faith. It won't work. Pastor Stephen, in the year 2003, I received a great word from God. Okay, that was yesterday. Now, now faith is. Okay, so now faith, right? Also, verse 24, this is the day. Are you still in the now? This is the day, okay? Your faith has to be in the now. This is today. Now watch this. Let's go back to that verse 25, Psalm 118, verse 25. This used to puzzle me. Mm. It used to puzzle me. Let's see if the Holy Spirit can shed some light on our lack of understanding. Say now, I beseech thee, O Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee, sin, now prosperity. How come it doesn't say, O God, sin, prosperity, now? That's right. Why is the wording so mm -hmm. huh. out of place? Really good. Why doesn't it say, Lord, sin, prosperity, right now? Huh. It doesn't say that, does it? Lord, sin, prosperity, now! It doesn't say that, does it? Mm -mm. It says, sin, now, prosperity. Ooh, glory. Can I tell you why? There is such a thing as now faith. Mm. Not yesterday's faith, not tomorrow's, we're not there. Your faith has to be in the now. There is also such a thing in the eyes of God that's called now prosperity. Mm. It's a package. It's actually called now prosperity. And it's a new anointing that is released into the church. That's good. What is it? It's now prosperity. Yes. Now, one Hebrew scholar said concerning this, that if you study in the Hebrew, it can actually be called uninterrupted prosperity. Mm, I like that. Have you ever in your life heard of a statement called uninterrupted prosperity? Well, how can that be? Because if you're having prosperity right now, then your prosperity is uninterrupted. So you're always in that place of now that's prosperity. Good. Amen. That's that's where you're at from this night on. Amen. Say I receive. I receive. On any any giving that you're doing tonight, 
on any check, anything that you're putting into that envelope, please write, now prosperity. God wants to release uninterrupted prosperity into your life. He wants to release now prosperity. It's a new anointing. Apostle Stephen, um, if they're going to write their checks, make it payable to Stephen Brooks. Look on the back of your envelope for the spelling. And if you're going to pay by credit card, then go ahead and fill the front out and look on the back of your credit card and put those three numbers. So that, uh, so that way when you process, then you can go ahead and have it immediately. Praise yeah. the Lord. So they can even mail you. If you don't have anything today, I have good news for you. Look on the envelope. There's an address there that you can mail it. We want to bless you and honor you, Apostle. Praise the Lord. Now, this is what I believe. From this night on, your prosperity never is going to get interrupted again. Mm. How about that? Amen. You're Thank never you going Lord. to taste lack or insufficiency. Amen. I want you to believe it. I want Receive you to see it. it. If you'll sing verse 24, will you sing verse 25? Yes. Make it up however you want. Sing it to the Lord. Lord, I believe I receive an interrupted prosperity. But it's now. It's right now. It's now Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, as your people are preparing to give, Lord, let the angels of now prosperity be assigned to their finances. Lord, let all of their debts be paid down and let them be paid off for your glory. Father, let increase come. That's beyond their job. Thank you, Father God. Yes. Hallelujah. Let harvest glory touch their finances. Father, let the covenant of finances be established in their life. Yes, Lord. Father, you are the same God who made Abraham very rich. And I say that you're making your people very rich so that your covenant may be established. Yes, Lord. Father, let ideas yes, Lord. come to your people for creative prosperity. Thank you, O oh God. Let wisdom come so that they circumvent the loss of finances. No more wrong financial decisions. Lord, let there be an angel in the way to block them from buying something or making purchases or doing something that would be inappropriate with kingdom finances. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father God. Now build them up, O oh God. Build them up, Father, and give them a beautiful harvest. Thank you, Father God. Let the glory come to them, Father, as the new wine of your spirit is poured out. Let it fall on them. Let it fall on them in Jesus' name. And we all agree and say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, why don't you pull your giving together? Get it all ready? Praise the Lord tonight. Let's sing a song to the Lord. The Lord would love for us to worship him.
spending time with the Lord more, pressing in, going deeper to the things of God. Lord, we give you praise and glory. Hallelujah. Okay, do we have all the giving together? Are we ready? Are we ready to pray over it? There's one more over here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Get ready to receive impartation for encounters. Glory to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we bless you tonight. There's going to be a release for some to the nations. Hallelujah. God's going to be sending some of the anointing to the nations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Uninterrupted prosperity. Why don't you stretch your hands towards your giving? Lord bless your people. Lord bless this seed. Let it be multiplied back to them. Thank you, Father God. Father, we cannot buy spiritual things, but we can sow into it. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, Father God. Just release your anointing upon the seed, O oh God. We thank you for uninterrupted prosperity. Lord, let this new anointing of now prosperity, where they're always in the now, because they're always in faith, let now prosperity begin to touch them. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. Glory to God. God's going to give such empowerment to those of you that have a heart to be a giver. As Jesus said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. God's going to make some of you such phenomenal champion givers. Ooh, glory to God. Say, that's me. So, Father, just release your anointing right now. We thank you for a miracle harvest coming back quickly. In the name of Jesus, we all say amen. Praise the Lord. Why don't you stand up tonight? Glory to the Lord. We need to sing a song to the Lord tonight. We need to worship the Lord with a worship song. If we can pull up a worship song, maybe even one of the ones that we did earlier would be wonderful. We need to sing a song to the Lord. As we sing this song, just let your praise go up to Him. Let your praise go up to Him. And some of you are going to begin to lean over into that spirit realm. It's going to begin to open up. And we're going to release that glory and that anointing. And I believe that God's going to do miracles tonight. That song, you deserve the glory. Mm. I believe that's what the Lord wants. That's what he wants to hear. Mm. Praise God.
no one else like you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I just begin to thank you and praise you. Lord, we praise you. We receive you. Thank you, Lord. Please have a seat just for a moment, but keep that music playing. Lord Jesus, we just thank you. We just thank you. Hallelujah. Sister Kim and Sarah, please come stand right here. Lord, we just worship you. Just begin to pray in the spirit. Lord, we worship you tonight. Lord, we worship you tonight. Just stand right here. And you face me this direction. You're in the anointing. Father, I just thank you for mother, daughter. Lord, I sense a new anointing uh, coming upon, particularly upon Kim. It's been a dry season, but the Lord says that he's breaking the things that have blocked your destiny for so long. And the Lord says that the evil spirit that has hindered and frustrated your prosperity for so long falls tonight, says the Lord. And the Lord is breaking a principality that has held back your destiny because of the calling that God has for your life. And so the Lord just releases you tonight. I, I release prophetic gifting and anointing upon your life. I see new assignment in the name of Jesus. Receive the breakthrough. Thank you, Father. Just receive anointing. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Peace, prosperity flowing. Lord, I pray over Sarah. Father God, that even as her name uh, has such a prophetic... Uh, glory destination lord god that she will see spiritual sons and daughters already even if she's at a young age she's going to begin to pull in the lost she's going to pull the fish in from the north south east and west i release a soul winning evangelistic anointing upon your life receive the fire of the holy spirit i thank you father in the name of jesus i release that fresh anointing Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Now, Father, over Kim, I released a seer anointing to begin to see into the spirit realm and the things that you've longed for to see. God's opening it up. You're going to have access into the heavenly realm. Hallelujah. There's a mighty angel that will go before you and will, will be like a blocker, like a, like a cloud away so that you can go to the second heavens uh, and get up into the third heaven of glory realm uh, and get past the enemy that would try to block just as even uh, the prophet Daniel was blocked uh, but backup came from Michael and things got through so there's been blockage but it's clear tonight it's clear tonight and you will begin to go up you will begin to go up from this night forward says the Lord we release you into this new anointing and to this new season of your life in the name of Jesus Amen Amen. God bless you tonight. Uh, the sister with the gold hair and the red shirt, please come up. Lord, we give you praise. Just pray in the spirit tonight. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you want to watch back your prophetic word, uh, it'll be posted on YouTube and probably some other social media places. What's your name? Kathy. Kathy, is this your home church? Yes. It is. What do you need the Lord to do in your life? Because there's a grace right now. What do you need? A lot of things. What's the number one thing you need? Do you need healing? Okay, I see restoration. There's a restoration package that God wants to do in your life. Just lift your hands. So, Father, I just thank you. I just release a season of grace over her life for the things that have been stolen from her. 
Uh, God's going to begin to restore all kinds of things that have been taken from your life. It's like in many ways the enemy tried to plunder, but you've always kept your joy. You've always kept your faith in the Lord. And so, Father, it's a season of breakthrough for her right now. I just released that anointing for a quickening power of the Holy Spirit. And I release the oil of the Spirit upon your life right now for divine recovery of all that has been lost in the name of Jesus. I see financial strength coming into your life. I see anointing coming into your life. Uh, would you put your hands just like this out in front of you? I release healing grace upon your upon your hands right now with fire. I release healing anointing upon your hands. Receive in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Get ready for an encounter. Something within 36 hours is going to happen to you. You're going to receive a touch from the glory realm. Receive in the name of Jesus. God's full of surprises. You are the find out. Praise God. The Lord is good tonight. Lift your hands and worship. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This brother with the black cap. Yes, are you with anybody else tonight? Are you by yourself? Please come up. Lord, we give you praise tonight. Jesus is so good. Hallelujah. Actually, it's, you said it's going to be on YouTube? Or? It'll be on yeah. YouTube. Right. Just relax right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I see justice being done for Justin. I see his name. But I see justice being done on his behalf. So, Father, I see also there's been a lot of struggles. There's been questions of why. But, Lord, he also has been just he just keeps on coming towards you, Lord, with a good heart and a good attitude. So it's a time for a turnaround for him right now. And I release... I release breakthrough into your life as the angel breakthrough is here tonight. I release a breakthrough anointing to your life. Hallelujah. You're going to take off and you're going to get the elevation and the blessing and the increase that rightfully belongs to you. So I just thank you, Father, the way is being cleared. And I just release an anointing over your shoulders with Christ who said the government was upon his shoulders. I release a new mantle upon your shoulders, a new authority upon your shoulders. There's also a soul winning anointing coming upon you. Receive in the name of Jesus. Fire. Hallelujah. You're going to go up to the biggest and the baddest and the toughest, and you won't even blink an eye. You just go right and you'll have their hearts as soon as you start talking, and you'll bring them to the Lord. So, Father, I just thank you for that anointing. I release the gift of special faith. Receive in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wherever you walk, angels go with you. Have no fear, sister. Lord. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Do we by yourself? Is that your prayer? Uh, well, let's do a double portion. Come on, both of you. Lord, we give you praise tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. The anointing the is really, really on you. Hallelujah. What is it you need God to do in your life? Okay. Marriage restoration. What do you need? Uh -huh. You're happy tonight, aren't you? Okay. All right. Lord, I just thank you. Restoration. Touch. Receive. You're going, to have, you're going to have the Isaiah 48, verse 17 teaching sessions. And the Holy Spirit's going to begin to unlock so many things for you. You're going to, you're going to say, oh, that's why. Okay. And I see winning season. I see a, like a 12-0 winning season coming up for you. And you're going, to, you're going to taste victory. And the Lord says, taste and see that I am good. For I will manifest and reveal myself to you through taste. And you're going to have divine encounters of drinking the, 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 the new wine of heaven. And so, Father, I just thank you. She's going to taste what would be called victory. And I see financial, I see financial prosperity. God's got a prosperity package plan for you. And I just release that over your life. Hallelujah. 
I release the, the, the joy of the Lord over your yes. life. Receive. Yes. Thank you, Father God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Glory. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Amen. Drink. Drink. Hallelujah. Lord, I just thank you for joy. Hallelujah. The enemy would try to uh, show you flashbacks of things that would make you feel like he got one over on you. But the Holy Spirit makes you laugh because he's going to the lake of fire and you're going to heaven. Hallelujah. I release blessing. Peace and prosperity. Praise some things from right. your past, God's going to cloud them. He doesn't want you to remember some names and some places. He's going to cloud it, and it'll Praise be like fragmented. You won't even be able to like visualize it in your mind. Praise God says, let it go. The blood. The blood. The blood. Hallelujah. Receive. Hallelujah. And step in. You are an eagle saint. Hallelujah. Both of you are. But I see, I see the saintly feathers over you. I see the eagle saint anointing on you. You're a child of the house. And you will soar high, says the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Receive. Receive. Hallelujah. Who's here tonight? Maybe you're from another country. Maybe you're from another country. Wave your hand at me. Anybody here? You're missing from another nation. Uh, if you are, both of you come here. I want to just speak a blessing. Maybe you're uh, just visiting or something. If you're from another country, come here. Anybody else? Come. Come. Did sister, did you raise your hand? Come. Come, come stand right here. Lord, we give you praise. Glory. Glory, glory. Praise you, Lord. Pray in the spirit. Glory. Where are you from? Uh, Turkey. Turkey. Well, Tur you saw Turkish delight. You know what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you mentioned Turkish delight. Yes, I did. How many times do I talk about Turkish delight? Was a guy from Turkey in the meeting? Never. Where are you from? Mexico. Where are you from? Panama. Mexico. Mexico. Can we just say their name? Because we're still recording so we can get them. Your name? Vicky. Marva. Okay. Elidia. Okay, so Father, we thank you. Slip your hands. Church, pray in the spirit. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. How many of you are here to stay? How many of you are here to stay? Are you here to stay? This is not home? Yes. This is not home. This is not home. Lord, thank them. Plant them. You said in the song that you that those that are planted in the house of the Lord, roots go down into the river of God, and you will flourish. You're going to flourish. You're going to flourish. You've been brought here by the Lord. Father, establish them. Thank you, Father. Maybe some of them have been here a while, but there's an explosion now. The, because the roots are doing what they're supposed to. Your roots are tied into the river of God. And you're not just going to survive. You're going to begin to thrive. You're going to begin. Uh, some of you are going to get properties. Receive. Hallelujah. You're going to get properties. I speak it overall for you. Uh, just like the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Hallelujah. Receive property. Receive anointing for property. Thank you, Father. And expand. I release the Isaiah 54 anointing over you. The Lord says stretch out the tent pegs and the, just begin to expand because you're going to increase on all sides. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, let the gift of hospitality be released upon them. Father God, as anybody that would come into a new country, maybe without a lot of connections, would know it's difficult. It is a tough season. So I thank you for a grace of hospitality. God, give them all a big house so that they can show hospitality and kindness to anybody coming in that feels stranded and feels struggling and feels that pressure coming into a new culture. God, give them that grace. Let them all have a beautiful home. In the name of Jesus, say, I receive. 
Say that I receive. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, God bless you. You're here tonight and you feel a burden to go to the nation. Stand up. You feel a burden, maybe not to go permanently, but to go on a mission trip, or you just have a desire to spread the gospel overseas. Uh, if that's you, stand up, stand up, stand up right where you're at. Thank you, Lord. One, two, three, we got five, six, seven, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You feel that calling. Stand up because it's going to get released. Uh, now don't ask me after the service to pray because it's right now. That anointing is flowing right now. I'm telling you, if I pray this for you, you're going to go. You will find yourself sitting on that plane and you'll be thinking, wow, that really happened. So I'm not playing. If you want to go, you're going to go. And if there's a kingdom initiative, you better believe yes. I'll get behind it and funds will come. Hallelujah. 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 Some of you don't know what you're getting yourself into because this is more than a one-time trip. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, some, but some of you are saying, yeah, I want it. Baptize me in it. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Because this is only a little old tribe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I can release to you what I have. Father, you see every person standing. Father, everybody that's standing, they're not standing to go take pictures or go on a sightseeing trip. Or to say, I climbed the pyramid, or the Lord, Lord, they want to go and see souls saved. They want to go and teach. They want to go minister. They want to go lay hands on the sick. And Lord God, some are, have been, some are trying to figure out, Lord, how can I do this? And others are saying, I've already done it. I want to go again. But I need things to sink properly for it to happen. So, Father God, right now, let the angels be released to send your people. I release the sending angels right now. Father God, if they need provision, let it come. If they need a time off for work, if they need favor, let it come. If they need contacts, let it come. Get ready. You're going to get the call, the email saying, please come and help me. Just like Paul received the invitation, come over here and help us in Macedonia. I release upon you your Macedonian call to the nations. Hallelujah. Now get ready. This is not a call to Texas. This is not a call to go to uh, L.A. This is a call to the nations. Hallelujah. And I see some of you, you're going to be gone for even up to times of six months. You'll have to come back, get your passport restamped. You're going to turn, want to turn right back around and go. Now, some of you are going to get bit by that bug, hallelujah, uh, of the love for the nations. Now say, I receive. Lord, put it on them now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Something just keep on you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You feel something came into you like a boldness. Yes, that's the Spirit of God. That line anointing. You just got touched with it. You just got touched with it. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Say, Lord. Lord. Show me where. Show me where. Okay, get ready. You're going to go into the prophetic. I had a vision one time. I saw I saw angels standing before, excuse me, elephants. They were angels that took the form of elephants. Uh, Zechariah 4, if you need scripture reference. Uh, but the angels turned into elephants. I saw these huge, huge elephants. They were stomping, and they were saying, come, come help us. Okay, so prophetically, I knew. Okay, they were basically saying, come, make a big impact. But you have to look. Are these Asian elephants or African elephants? I don't want to go to the wrong continent. Okay. So, okay. So some things you're going to see right now prophetically in the spirit. If you don't understand that all this, okay, just pray over it until you get the full revelation. On three, the Holy Spirit's going to show you something. On three, one, two, three. Look, 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 close your eyes. Just look. Say, Lord, show me. Now, Lord, show me. 
where their feet, you'll see, your, look down at your feet in the vision, look down, you'll see yourself somewhere, now look up. What kind of clothing are the people wearing? You see a flag. What do you smell? Mmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now just say, Lord, take me there. Mmm. That's giving you a love for those people. Mm. You're going to worship the Lord in that nation with those people. Bring the music up. Let's sing to it. Let's sing to it. Now sing to it because he's going to sing They think so. you may have cancer. Mm -hmm. What's your name? Lydia. Say again. Lydia. Lydia. Everybody, I know you have a need. God's, God's on her. Mm -hmm. Please, uh, just turn to her just for a moment. Stretch your hands towards her. What have the doctors said? Oxygen levels going up and down. What's wrong with your foot? had the infection in your foot. How long have you had this with your chest? About five, five years. 
love the Lord? How many of you believe Jesus will heal Lydia tonight? Amen. So sign and wonder. Yes. Whole package. It's driving you nuts, the situation. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the glory is coming in right now, beginning to smell breaking sense. Say that again. That's Okay, so that's the glory of God that's caused power. See, God's going to do it tonight. Father, I thank you for meeting. Somebody please hold this microphone. Let me get a little of that oil. I want to put some oil on you. Jesus, we thank you. Just everybody begin to pray in the Spirit because we're going to see God do a miracle. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ooh, glory, glory, glory. Thank you. Okay, okay, here it comes. So, Father, we just give you praise. I lay my hands on Lydia. Lord, thank you. I release healing anointing. Now, this cancer, you demon of cancer, loose her in the name of Jesus. The healing power of Jesus backs you out of this body. Hallelujah. I remove this burden. I destroy this yoke in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of the Lord. Uh, Pastor Kelly, put your hand right there on her tummy. I break this power of cancer. Loose her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bow your knee. Come out of her. Something just happened. Something just released right there. Father, I just thank you. I just thank you. Mm. Just the, smell that. Yeah. Ooh, then that's not the oil fragrance just came through. Lord, I just give you praise. Receive every trace of this thing looser. Every lying right. symptom looser. Every hindering spirit that's trying to harass her. I break your power. Back off. Back off from her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and stop troubling her. Ooh, angels of God surround her and comfort her. Lord, heal the foot. Miracle healing. I release a mighty to that foot in the name of Jesus. Uh, be healed. I curse the infection out of her in yeah. Jesus' name. Glory of God. Father God, all of you, receive. Thank you, receive. Receive. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Any controlling power not of God, I break it in the name, in the of, name Jesus. of Jesus. Oh, God, That's give her right. a ministry for That's your glory. Right. Healer, oh God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I believe it's done. I believe it's done. Jesus, we thank you. God bless you, Lydia. I just want you to walk around a little in the back and just praise the Lord. Amen. You got it. God bless you. Okay, the rest of you, lift your hands. I'm going to come right down the slime. Touch you. That's power going to your body. I just want you to receive. Thank you, Father God. Short breath. Strep throat. Okay. Sorry, what do you have? Short breath. Okay. Shortness of breath. Here comes. Receive. Ooh. Thank you. Receive. In the Receive. Thank you, Father. Receive. Thank you, Father. Is it? Is it, what is it? Your throat? What is it? My throat. Okay. I don't know. Like my heart. Okay. Touch. Oh Jesus, thank you. Right there. Hallelujah. Okay. The Lord's here in the meeting tonight. Yes. Amen. He's here. Okay. What do you need? And have okay. Your neck. okay, touch, receive. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's right. Okay, it's going Thank down. You, you just got a, sh you, you got a shot from the Lord. Hallelujah. What do you need? Okay. Okay, Kelly, put, put your hand right there. Receive. Thank you, Lord. Receive. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, it has to leave. In the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Receive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There it is. Amen. 
Father, we just thank you. We thank you that the enemy couldn't take out the man of God. He, he's strong in hell. So we thank you, Father. Any little lingering That's symptoms, right. we just touch. Thank you, Father. Receive. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Fresh oil. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. The man is anointed. Man of God is anointed. Thank you, Father God. Oh, receive. Thank you, Jesus. Fresh oil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see also your wings. So you, you are a member of the Lord's Flight Club. That's so you right. have wings coming out of your back. So, Father, we thank you for the many catchings up. Hallelujah. As, as we would say in the spirit, she's running to the grocery store uh, for another loaf of bread. Uh, she's running into the glory realm for another uh, a fresh revelation from heaven. We thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What do you mean? Okay. Okay. Receive. In Jesus' name. Go stand in the middle. You're right there. Breathe. 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 Okay. Okay. Oh, touch your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Fresh oil goes over you now. Amen. It's on you. It's on you. What do you need? My throat. Lord, touch us. Hallelujah. Receive. Thank you, Father. It's a fireball for you. Thank you, Father God. Amen. What do you need? Lord, touch you. Thank you, Jesus. Receive. God's breathing into you. Energy. Thank you, Lord. Receive. What do you need? Okay. Okay. Okay, just pray. Call that person. Get a moment to speak to person. Receive in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. That anointing. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? Stomach issues. Okay. Kelly, put your hand on her tummy. How long has this troubled you? Years. How long? Years. Years. You believe Jesus totally healed you tonight? Yes. Okay. I'm going to touch you. It's going to go. You ready? Okay. What's your name? Ashley. Okay. Put your hands. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke this. Receive in the name of the Lord. I rebuke it. I break it. It's got to go. Looser. Hallelujah. It's coming out. Looser in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Fire. Fire. Thank you, Father God. There it goes. There went. We just went. Take it. Amen. You guys are very good receivers. My sister, stand right here. And turn around and face me. I have to tell you, I, I'm suffering from drug addiction from inoperable spinal problems. Yeah. And I want to be healed tonight. I believe that Jesus can do it. From the medication? Yes. Addicted to medication? For and pain? From, from spinal disease. Okay. And neurological disease in my legs. What is your condition called? Spinal stenosis. What does it cause you to do? What does it do in your body? It causes um, radiculopathy, sciatica in both of my legs, and severe back spasms. 
Well, that sounds just like the devil. Mm-hmm. And condemnation, but I believe God. What's your name? Ava. Jesus, okay, here it comes again. Another wave of glory, a frankincense just came through. Lift your hands. Father, I thank you for Ava. Lord, I praise you. Hallelujah. She's not given up on you, Lord. Her faith is still in you. Tonight's your night. Receive. Thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke this thing in the name of the Lord. Is that a bracelet you require to wear? I rebuke this thing in the name of Jesus. What's it called again? Spinal stenosis. Loose her in the name of yeah. Jesus right now. Loose her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come out. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Glory. Receive. Yeah, I receive it. Yeah, I hit you. Hallelujah. Okay. I can't move my back. I couldn't move my back for eight, eight weeks. I was in bed for eight weeks. For eight weeks. Okay. Can you move it now? Yeah, I can move okay. it. Okay. Praise God. I don't have to wear this anymore. Okay. God, lady, help you get that thing off and start moving around. Because the God just Start walking hits. around. Start walking around. Go in the back. God bless you. Go in the back. Woo! Glory. Glory. Lord, praise we praise you tonight. Lord, we praise you. There's a very, very strong anointing here. Yeah. Thank you, Any Lord. Any more bad? Go back, right back, right now. Have a sister take you back right yeah. now. Yeah, keep walking around. Keep moving. Because you're, you're getting limbered up real quick. Holy Spirit's all over her. Okay, God loves you. You need a money miracle. He wants to help you. If you say, God, lift your hand. Stand. Don't be ashamed. Stand. God senses your, he has a great compassion. He wants to help you. He's actually, he's even not only going to help you, he's going to turn you into a place where people look at you with a righteous end and say, how? You're going to be a mystery. You're going to be a mystery. You're like, how did, what has happened to And it's going to be gone. I dare you take your wallet and your purse out and hold it up so that an angel can touch it. Some of you are going to be so blessed. You're not only going to be able to get your ticket to travel and see go overseas, you can even pay, watch this. Some of you will be able to pay for three other people to go. Uh, Pastor Gary, I just want to uh, say when Pastor was praying for the nations, I saw a team of four with you. So you plus three others uh, coming and going, I saw the four corners. But a team of four. Okay. Amen. And when you said that I saw the ox, it says in the scripture where there's no ox in the stable is clean, but the ox pulls the heavy load. The ox is the apostolic ministry. And I see, uh, when I see the four, I think of the four gospels, one of them being the symbol of the That's ox. That's right. So you're going to have unusual ox encounters. Watch. Praise Watch. God. You're, you'll see the most unusual ox. People will give you ox things and what not. Watch how God will confirm it in funny ways. God has a sense of humor. Hold it up. Okay. Father, you see your people. They just want to serve you. Lord, there's no greed. There's no, there's no wrong motives. They just want to For serve you, Lord God. But they need your divine provision. Father, release provision. Now receive. It's coming on. Receive. Say, God, it's holy. I'll give it to her. <laughs> Say, God, I'll watch my flesh. Because it has, it has a divine assignment already. It's already it's coming, but it already has assignment. Okay. Okay. So, Father, we thank you. Fail. Fail. It's on you. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Okay. This says what? That, that there's no, they've been told there's no hope. Yeah. Please be seated with your prosperous, blessed self. If you have been told about the enemy, you feel like there's no hope. You feel like you've been told there's no hope, just give up, quit. You die, nobody will even know. Anybody here tonight? Who, Wave your who, hand who up. Is that's, that? that's you. Maybe you're here. Maybe you thought tonight was even a last chance. I'm coming tonight, I'm giving God one last chance. That was you. Well, she's done, though. You got it. <laughs> it's someone else. Is there anybody else? Lift your hand. If you thought, my brother, you? Yeah, if this you were praying, I saw an angel that called me. Come here right now. Is that true? Who's with you? Please, both of you come. What, what happened? Well, as you started praying, praying and I had my wallet up, I told my wife, you know, put your checkbook right, right here in my wallet. Yeah. And as I, as I was standing on my eyes closed, this huge angel rolled right and the light came down from heaven. And this huge angel it was probably at least 20 feet tall. Amen. And uh, it just over me. And when I saw you praying, when I was really kicking my eyes burning, I got caught in the corner there. I started getting whacked. There was, uh, there was an angel right in the corner. The other sister goes, there's an angel. I go, I know. And, uh, and, and so, also tonight, uh, when I was getting the reference to you, when you were giving the scripture, right? Habakkuk 2 kept on coming up. On my, on my phone. Mm. So I read it and talked about these, uh, these, you know, me as a signal, uh, yes. a, a signal green yes. And so I saw a cloud, I saw a portal open, mm. and I saw the hand of God, mm. and I saw this ring that he was wearing, and that ring was the same that ring. It was representing me. Praise God. Is yeah. this your home church? Yes, it is. We may praise the Lord. Lord. Yeah. Amen. But you, have you felt any hopelessness? Have you felt any? Had some attacks really hard the okay. last couple of days. All right. I saw you sitting back there. Your arms look like Popeye. Do you have some kind of supernatural strength? Knowing that's going to put on you. So just lift your hands to the Lord. Father, I speak strength to this brother. Um, I just thank you, Lord. He's going to begin to do recovery in this life. There's a lot of restoration going on this tonight. Receive in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some things that have troubled you. Uh, they're not going to trouble you anymore. Receive in Jesus' name. Thank strength. You. Strength. Hallelujah. So I've seen that spiritually. I've seen that spiritually. God's going to give you a great strength. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. You're blessed. You're blessed. Lord, we thank you tonight. Okay. One more time. Lift your hands to the Lord. I believe, I believe we're under an open heaven. And some things that have happened tonight uh, have actually set you up for your future. So you're going to glide into your future now on some of the things that God has sealed in your life tonight. So, Father, we do seal it. Seal it, Father God. The enemy cannot take it. Thank you, Father God. We thank you that the Holy Spirit is resting right now. The Holy, Holy Spirit is resting right now and sealing everything that has been released tonight. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you that the key of knowledge is being released now. Thank you, Father. Encounters manifestations. The Lord would even, I hear him say, dare to believe. Dare to believe for encounters. Dare to believe for glory encounters. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Father. The Lord's going to show you amazing things. 
Thank you. He's going to take some of you behind the scenes. Show you the mechanics of the kingdom. So, Father, we just give you praise. We give you praise. Okay, sit there just for a moment. Heaven's looking at you, right? Heaven's looking at you. And uh, you just want to take just a little bit longer look before this meeting closes. <laughs> so, uh, there's some people in heaven that are really very, very interested in those of you that are here tonight. And they're just looking. They're just looking. They're just looking. I think they feel really good about you. <laughs> I think they, 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 I think they feel really good about you, because they know the value of, of, of a spiritual purpose. They know what it's all about, because they've already reached the end, and they know what is important and what's not important. And so they, they feel they're feeling really good tonight. I'll say, Lord, keep me on track. Keep the fire burning until I cross the finish line. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you tonight. Wow, I didn't know this many people could stay this late.